This program is brought to you by Bible Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, Small Devotional Tidbits to Stimulate the Spiritual Appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 171 is going to be from Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 through 27. There is a great day approaching, and if we desire to be ready, then we must not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 19 through 27 read, Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil, that is, his flesh, and having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful, and let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. For if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation, which will devour the adversaries. There is a great day approaching, and if we desire to be ready, we must not forsake the assembling of ourselves together. In verse 25, at the end of it, it says, But exhorting one another, and so much more as you see the day approaching. The day that we're talking about here is the day of judgment. In Acts chapter 17, verses 30 and 31, Truly this time of ignorance God once overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. For he has appointed a day in which he will judge the world in righteousness. The day that he is going to judge the world in righteousness is the day of judgment. When Jesus returns a second time, he is going to be coming back to judge the world. And that day is approaching. And it's because of this day that we need the church even more to keep us strong. In verse 19, it says, Therefore, our brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh, Jesus died on the cross for us so that we can have entrance to the holiest of holies. Back in the Old Testament, only the high priest had entrance into the holiest of holies. But now, because of what Jesus has done for us, we can have entrance into that if we're obedient to him. Therefore, brethren, having boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, Jesus died on the cross and he gave us his blood so that we can have boldness to come before God. But we have to come before God his way, by a new and living way, which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. And having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Because we have Jesus as our high priest, we don't have just any man. We don't have a man from the house of Aaron as our high priest. We have Jesus 
the perfect high priest who doesn't even have to give sacrifices for himself because he didn't have any sin. We have a perfect high priest. Now, because of the, that, let us want, let us desire to draw near to one another. When we gather together as the assembly, as the church, we should desire to draw near to God and to one another with a true heart in full assurance of our faith. We can come together in full assurance of our faith because we know who our high priest is. He's perfect. He's Jesus. He has given us his blood as a sacrifice so that we can have our sins washed away. And because of this, we can come to him. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. In Acts chapter 22 and verse 16, Ananias told Saul of Tarsus, who would later become Paul, And why tarriest thou? Arise and be baptized and wash away thy sins, calling on the name of the Lord. Because of what Jesus did for us in dying on that cross, we can be baptized. We can be plunged under that water and crucified with Christ. And our hearts can have the sin of our lives washed away. Having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. We have been washed with pure water when we're obedient to God in baptism. And our sins are washed away because of what Jesus did on the cross for us. And now, because of that, because we can be perfect through the blood of Christ, we can draw near to God. What a privilege that is. And that's what Jesus has given us when he has built his church. Why would anybody ever want to forsake that? Why would anybody ever not want to be in services when we have the privilege of drawing near to God because of what Jesus did? In verse 23, because we have been washed and we can draw near to God now because of the blood of Christ, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering. For he who promised is faithful. The promise that he has given to us that we can have everlasting life through his son. John chapter 3 and verse 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. If we truly believe that. And we've been obedient to him in the watery grave of baptism for the forgiveness of our sins. Our hearts have been sprinkled. We can now draw near to God because of the blood of Christ. Let's hold fast to that confession because Jesus is faithful. Because God is faithful in his promises. We truly can draw near to him now. And in verse 24 it says, And let us consider one another in order to stir up love and good works. When we come together as the assembly, when we come together as the church that Jesus built, we're considering one another. We're helping one another. We're stirring one another up because we have the precious gift of Jesus and his blood, which allows us to have our sins washed away. Now we can draw near to God and hold fast to that confession. What a privilege and an honor it is to be able to gather as his church to consider one another, to love one another, and to stir one another up to remember what Jesus did for us upon that cross and giving us his blood. And when we were obedient to him and had our sins washed away in the watery grave of baptism for the forgiveness of our sins and God saved us, let's hold fast to our promise because God is 
faithful. And when we come together as the church, that's exactly what we're doing. We're reminding one another of that precious gift that he gave us. And he commands us in verse 25 to not forsake the assembling of ourselves together because that's where we stir one another up. That's where we keep one another going. Why? Because the day in which Jesus is going to return and take his family home is coming. That day is coming. Let's keep one another strong. Let's remember what Jesus did on the cross for us and the gift that he gave us of his blood where we can have our sins washed away if we're obedient to him in the watery grave of baptism for the forgiveness of our sins. Let's hold fast to the confession of our hope that day that we put him on, that we said we believe that he is the Christ, the Son of God. Because he's faithful. Let's gather as he has commanded us to do so and stir one another up to love and good works where we can always be abounding in the work of the Lord, 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. Let's never forsake that. Let's never take that for granted because the day of judgment is coming when he's going to take those who have held on to their confession home. And then he gives us a very strict warning in verses 26 through 27. Now that he's told us how great coming together and worshiping is because of what Jesus did for us, now that we know this, if we sin willfully, if we willingly forsake the assembling of ourselves together where we consider one another and remember what Jesus did for us so that we could have our sins washed away, if we willingly forsake that, for if we sin willfully after we've received the knowledge of the truth, There no longer remains a sacrifice for sin. If we willingly give that up, if we willingly forsake the assembling of ourselves together after we know what Jesus did for us, the gift that he gave us in his blood, then there's no longer going to be a sacrifice for sin. That death that he died, even though it's so powerful, if we sin willfully, it's not going to be able to save us. Not because it's any less powerful, but because sin separates from God. Isaiah chapter 59, verses 1 and 2. And we know what he did. We were baptized into his blood to have our sins washed away. And we willingly forsake the assembling of ourselves together where he says, come together and remember this, what I did. Stir one another up and love one another. Because a day is coming when you're going to be able to spend eternity with me if you have held on to me. If you willfully sin after you know that, then my sacrifice was in vain is what he's saying. Because all that's left, if we willingly give that up, in verse 27, but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation, which will devour the adversary. We cannot willingly give that up. He has given us the church as a gift so that we can remember his son and his sacrifice for us so that we can hold on to that if we're obedient to him and have our sins washed away and we can draw near to God. What a gift. What a privilege it is that we can draw near to God through Christ when we're baptized and we're covered in Jesus' blood. Why wouldn't we want to hold on to that? 
Why wouldn't we want to know that God is faithful? Verse 23. And tell everybody in the world. Why wouldn't we want to just share that from the rooftops? God died for us so that we can have the forgiveness of our sins. Why wouldn't we want to draw near to him and remember that every single week, every single time we have the opportunity to gather together and stir one another up with that? Why wouldn't we want to? Because that day is approaching in which we're going to be able to worship him for eternity. Let's never forsake that. In Psalms 122, in verse 1, the Bible says, I was glad when they said to me, let us go into the house of the Lord. David was glad when he had the opportunity of entering into the house of the Lord for worship. And this needs to be our relationship with God today, our relationship with God's people I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. David was stirring up his fellow Jews, his fellow Israelites. And he would stir them up unto love and good works because of his attitude in worshiping God. I was glad when they said, let us go into the house of the Lord. Is that the way that we are today? Are we glad when we get the opportunity to go into the house of the Lord because we should be because of what Jesus has done for us in dying on that cross so that we can have the opportunity of having our sins washed away through obedience. And when our sins are gone, then we can draw near to the Almighty. What a wonderful gift that he has given us. Let us hold fast our confession. Let's always Hold fast our confession because we know that God is faithful. He gave us his blood. He promised us that if we live faithfully, that we'll have a reward in heaven. Wow. Let's remind each other every opportunity that we get about that. In Matthew chapter 6, in verses 32 and 33, it says, For after all these things the Gentiles seek, for your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. He'd been talking about worrying and having anxiety. And in verse 32 and 33, Jesus tells him, look, God knows you need all these things. All we need to do is seek first the kingdom of God. Put him first in everything in our lives. And he's going to take care of us. He's going to make sure that we have everything that we need spiritually. He is going to take care of us. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. That's the type of life it takes to truly understand that being in the worship assembly is one of the most important things that we can do. Because it's where we stir one another up to remember what Jesus did for us. Seek first the kingdom of God. Put it first in your life, and God is going to take care of you. In Matthew chapter 16, verses 18 and 19. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Jesus understood what he was doing when he built the church. 
Jesus is the builder of the church. He built it because he knew that we were going to need it. And I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock, he was talking about the rock of himself, I will build my church, and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. We'll be safe within his church. We will be safe within it. This is one of the reasons he tells us not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together, but to stir one another up. Let's remember that Jesus died to build his church. He gave us his blood so that we could wash away our sins and draw near to him. So as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So as we go about our lives today, Let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting our website, BibleWayMedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.